Hello, people of the internet, and welcome to season maybe two of uh, Red Button, Blue Button. We're a podcast that talks about video games, social topics, and uh, just everything regarding the, the the box with the moving pictures on it. Um, I'm Max. Joined with me is uh, my co-host, Leo. Leo, how are you doing today? Good morning, everybody, all three of you listening to this. Hey, before we took a break, we had a pretty decent following in international uh I don't know if it was, it was probably just like Latvia, lots. just Latvia, just Latvia. Was it Latvia? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so um, we've taken a little bit of a break for this part because uh, life, life happened. And, you know, this was our kind of our, our hobby and we were having fun with it, but we do have time um, as a outcome of life. Our third co-host, Pat, um, he uh could not join us because he is very busy and he uh, apologizes, but who knows? Maybe he'll come on for an, an episode or two or something. Maybe we can convince him to do something. Uh, love you, Pat. <laughs> so, you know, since this is our first episode back in a couple years, there's been a lot that's happened in the video game world. So we kind of just wanted to talk about that and talk about what's going on and get caught up. Um, before we do that, Lee, is there anything you want to talk about? Like they're playing anything cool that, it's on the tip of your tongue. Over the past two years? Um, well, I mean like recent. Recently? So I guess this kind of just goes into what I've been doing in the past two years, which is like not a lot of video games <laughs> and not like a lot of just like sit down playing video games for hours. So I just got married last year. I don't know when the last podcast was, but I have a new job. So I've just been busy. So I haven't been able to like sit down and play video games for hours on hours and hours. However, the Nintendo Switch is a fantastic video game console. So I've been playing the shit out of that. So yeah, I mean, I just got Smash. Been playing that a bunch. Me and Max over the holidays were playing that together. That was wicked fun. Um, yeah, everything. I just kind of the Switch is my go-to video game um, console right now. I'm trying to get back into PC gaming and more like AAA titles this year. There's a bunch of stuff that I'm super excited about that's coming out this year. Um, but a lot of the AAA titles that came out this year or last year, 2018, I completely didn't play. So I have a list right now of it's my top mistakes of 2018 of games mm. I didn't play. Um, leading off of that is, uh, the Spider-Man game for PS4 max. Uh, yeah. You, you just beat that, right? Um, yeah, I beat it maybe a couple months ago when it came out. Spider-Man, um, was Spider-Man the exclusive that came out for PS4 made by Insomnia Games. Uh, who, what did they make before? They did, uh, Ratchet and Clank? They're, they're one of the studios. That, yeah, like, Ratchet and Clank. They had that, um, that first game that came out for Xbox One a bunch of years ago, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, so they jumped into superheroes, which is unknown for them. And everyone's like, oh, man, this looks really cool. And let me tell you what, it is an amazing game. It plays very well. It's beautiful. The controls are great. And it's an original story, which is refreshing, considering there's almost an oversaturation of superhero stuff as of late. So it isn't like, oh, it's Spider-Man. You know the story. They, They take all the you know, the known characters and make its own twist on it. So it's good. But that being said, it is a great game. And uh, 
Leo, I'm sorry you missed out on it. Yeah, it's it's on the list of things to do, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I have a physical copy of it, so you can just borrow it. Yeah, you also have my physical copy of uh, The Last of Us for the past. I do, uh, which uh, leads into things that are coming out soon. The Last of Us 2 uh, announced to come out, I believe, later this year, in the fall or winter of 2019. Um, that trailer came up mm, last year. At, I think at E3 or Tokyo Game Show, one of those. And it looks real dark. Oh, yeah. Very dark. I think the first, what, the first trailer involved someone's, like, head getting cut off and people being hung up by, like, cables. It was not a feel-good trailer. Yeah, but, you know, Last of Us isn't really a feel-good type of game. Just like, hey, little Johnny, you want to come play a video game? Let's see well, yeah. if people die. <laughs> It's definitely one of those things that um, you can see the evolution of the world that it was built in, and I'm excited to see the actual change in it and see what's going on. Yeah, it, um, it, it looks it definitely very... shows that Ellie is older, and Joel is not in the trailer, which people are concerned about. Hashtag, Joel where's may... Joel? Yeah, people think Joel may have died or taken captive or something like that, so it's going to be exciting. Um I like I didn't put together a list of mistakes because I feel like I was pretty on top of most of this stuff. What's uh, what else is on your list, Lee? Number two, top mistake of uh, 2018 is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, I'm OK with it. Yeah, I'm uh, I think when was it? Was it 2016, the year of the open world game? That's when um, yeah, Fallout, with, uh, Fallout, Fallout and Witcher 3, Witcher 3 um, uh, Metal Gear Solid, Phantom Pain. Um, I got. I got really overwhelmed with open world games. It just, they're, they're fantastic. And like the artistry that goes behind them is amazing. The studios put so much work into all of this lore and all that. It's, it's too much. I don't have time for it. I can't put 150 hours into a game and still maintain my relationship with my wife. Um, <laughs> it's uh, I, I am, uh, I'm, I'm really looking for, there's a, I have a list of like top games of this year that I'm excited about. And I think, the gaming industry i mean there's still a bunch of open world games coming out but there's more single player linear games that are on the horizon that i'm really excited for and uh while red dead redemption 2 it looks amazing it probably has like the most impressive physics engine i've ever seen in a video game i've seen like videos of like the snow and the snow uh phys- particle physics and people like walking through it and footprints so, like it, it looks amazing but um yeah, I just can't put that time into that. And I, I don't know if it's something about me or just like the current state of video games right now, but it's like very much the Rockstar GTA like method of 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 a game in Red Dead Redemption. It's just very like quest driven, story, blah blah blah. But I, I I don't know if I really want that in a game anymore. I don't know. I, I the, a lot of the games that I played last year were were story driven single player games. Uh, besides Breath of the Wild, that's like an open world game that has really drawn me in. And I think sidetrack a little bit, but Breath of the Wild as an open world game versus like The Witcher or like Skyrim. I think Nintendo did a really good job of emphasizing the best parts of an open world game without getting distracted by like. There's definitely side quests, but I think a lot of things in The Witcher and Skyrim and all these other open world games that I get overwhelmed by is just like the unnecessary lore. Like, 
I get it. It's really cool. It's really cool that it's like that in depth, but I don't really care about this book that came out 400 years in the, in the past at this like mage college that like, it's like a full book that somebody wrote <laughs> that like nobody's ever going to read. It's, it's amazing detail, but like it's at the same time, really overwhelming. <laughs> um, I think something that to be said about Red Dead Redemption, you know, it is a beautiful game. It plays great. I've got my hands on it. It's a fantastic game. But this has always been my issue with the Red Dead series is that it's too good in the sense of the timepiece of it. Um, yeah. Which is not a knock on it, actually, for some people. Like, you are in a Western. It is, you are on a horse. You are in this the wild, wild West. And right. it is so slow. It is such a slow moving game because of that. Give me a car. <laughs> can I fast travel? Yeah. I mean, you can fast travel. You can. But I mean, in a game like that, yeah, I think that kind of defeats the purpose of it. Right. Like, you know, in GTA, you can fast travel because you're like, oh, okay, I'm going from this part of the city to the other part of the city. Yeah. In Red Dead, you're like, oh, I'm going from this beautiful snowy mountain down to the desert. Right. But for me, I like I was never able to get into the Red Dead games because of that, because it just overwhelmed me and the, it was just too slow. Yeah. Um, that being said, it was amazing. Um, what else you got on your list, Lee? God of War. Oh yes, I will talk all about this. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play it. I honestly haven't turned on my PS4 in a, in a long time, just because everything that I've been doing with my consoles have been either on my Switch or on my PC. Um, and I I don't want to shell out sixty dollars for a game. Call me a, a cheapskate, but uh, it looks amazing. But um, that's one of the things that. I, 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 I'd rather play God of War, though, than Red Dead Redemption and maybe even Spider-Man. God of War. So God of War 4. It plays more linear, right? It's like not open world. It it, is. So it's a little bit of both. I actually borrowed it from Pat um, and it is amazing. For old timers of God of War, uh, some people hated it because of the combat engine's a little bit different. The game is a little bit different, but it is beautiful. So God of War, uh, Kratos being the lead, uh, Fallen God, just basically at the end of God of War 3, he destroys the world. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert, jeez. That game came out close to 15 years ago. <laughs> uh, but that's in Greek uh, mythology. And everyone was like, oh, what the hell are you doing in a fourth game? And which takes place in Norse mythology. And it is the music is really fitting for the uh, what they're going for. For it's a lot of uh, Nordic music, uh, a lot of very Viking themed. The The game itself is beautiful. Uh, the combat is really good. There's different weapons. The story is incredible. Like. God of War has always had a pretty decent story, but it's always been like Kratos being this hate monster that just gets angry. And then it's a uh, quick button, like timing event of you punching some dude's face in. Right. Um, granted, there is still that, but Kratos has a son in it. Uh, and, it's, you know, boy simulator as people. Boy. Yeah. Well, no, he, his name is uh, Atreus, but he... <laughs> throughout the game he just calls he just says boy <laughs> yeah. and like if he, he does something and like and it's such a good game it won game of the year in a lot of places it actually beat out red dead um and fortnite what and fortnite well fortnite didn't come out this year i have a whole another discussion about fortnite later <laughs> let's hold off on that uh game of the year 
best yeah. story. I, oh, sorry, sidetrack. Well, I'll talk about that because oh. there is a story to it. Um. Yeah, but I've seen so many people say say like, "Oh, the best plot in, in video games is happening in Fortnite right now." Just like, yeah, no, it's not. What? No, God of War Four was amazing. I can't rave enough about it. Um, it is an open world game, technically, but you can play it very linear. You won't miss anything if you don't. So do is it, it like open world in the sense of like choosing which levels you want to play? No, it's open world in like it. You will it will lead you to all the places that you're going to, and then there's like little side quests or little things that you can go and finish or uh, collectibles and things okay. like that. It's not open world in the sense of like a red dead game it's open world in the sense of like here's a very small room with four doors in it and you can go through those doors gotcha it's not super huge but i mean it is but it's a great game it's really beautiful i i i loved it and it was very refreshing for that franchise yeah um a very different character i gotta give it off uh who made who makes uh uh uh, uh santa monica Santa Monica, Santa Monica Studio. Okay, that's not what I was thinking, but they, I gotta get up to them. They they killed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what you got next on your list? Um, that's the top three that I was really upset by. But there is one game that came out that I'm not upset that I didn't play. But then there was a lot of articles. There there was a lot of hype around this game, and then after the game came out, everybody was like, "Oh, this game is garbage." but I think we might have talked about this before we left. I don't know. Um, what was it? Fallout 76. No, they, uh, this was not announced. Okay, uh, so we were talking about Fallout 4. Yeah, yeah, which was also <laughs> pretty much subpar. Um, <laughs> so Fallout 76, I saw that like, they announced this at like E3 or some video game conference a while ago, and they were just like... No, it was E3 the same year. It came out in the yeah. same year. Yeah, it was... Bethesda rushed oh, the shit. It's just such garbage. But, like, it, it, I thought it was so interesting that everybody was, like, latching onto this. Like, this looks so innovative. It's amazing. It's, it's for those who don't know, it's pretty much an open-world Fallout multiplayer game that you can play Fallout with your friends and then look around the beautiful open world of Fallout uh, 76. Uh, where is it? Washington, D.C.? Is that where it's? West Virginia. West Virginia. Even worse. Sorry, West Virginians. Um, but, um, West Virginia is a beautiful state, though. Yeah. All right. But, like, they... They were like, yeah, open world with your games, with your friends. She's like, okay. And then you have people like, oh, what do you like in a Fallout game? You know, you like uh, the beautiful storylines by the quests. The uh, non-playable characters are amazing. They make you like really fall in love with these characters just because the story is so good. Um, And yeah, it's just like you exploring this world and like trying to like finish the task at hand whether that be whatever saving your son or looking for your dad in the case of fallout 4 and fallout 3 um but no 70 fallout 76 there's barely a quest and there are no non-playable characters to like yeah the quest line is given to you by a narrator uh so the story of fallout 76 is it is technically uh in the the timeline of the world going to shit it is the first fallout so it is fall 76 is when a vault opens and it's supposed to be apparently there's this whole lore around the vaults too that i've talked about with some of my other friends pat actually knows a good amount about it i wish he was here but fall 76 was one of the first vaults that opened after the uh the wall the war ended 
So that's how they were able to be like, oh, it's a brand new world, nothing's there. And that's how they're kind of like able to sidestep it. <laughs> that like, oh, there's no one in the world that you can talk to because there was no one in the world. No. Um, it, which is bullshit. The entire <laughs> game, I've looked at lots of gameplay of it. It is literally Fallout 4. They took the Fallout 4 engine, pretty much the same map, similar map. They just like made it look totally different. And um, then made a multiplayer server out of it, worked some quests in somehow, um, and then didn't quality check it at all. And no. it's super buggy as per most. They released the beta, and after the beta, they even said that, like, this game is going to have tons of bugs. Be patient with it. And I have never heard of a, like, everyone knows Bethesda games have tons of bugs in them when they come out because they make these huge games. And it's just kind of expected at that point. But, like, they legit were like, guys, this game is going to have a ton of bugs upon launch. If you're going to say that, you should just fix it and delay launch. Yeah. It isn't like they launched it at a popular time. They launched it in October. Yeah, there's not much more to say besides this. Besides, like, all you need to know about the the execution of this game is that it came out one week at $60, and then two weeks later, they had a permanent discount of 50% off, and the game was then selling for $30 by, from the manufacturer. It's just like, that's... That's that's horrible. That is such a miserable failure from such a large gaming studio. And I hope they take note, but I don't think these big gaming studios will ever learn just because people always pre-order. And uh, it, it, I, it it kills me to see that what they're doing to this franchise. But on the other hand, I, I forget what the game's called. There is uh, the game studio that made Fallout New Vegas is making a new game. Um, oh, is that, a, is that Obsidian? Yeah. Um, they're making a new game that pretty much looks exactly like Fallout, um, but it's Fallout on Mars, I want to say. Not Fallout. It, it does, it's not a Fallout game, but it's made by the people that made Fallout New Vegas, and it just looks like this beautiful game and it look and it ha- it has like the depth of fr- from what i've seen it looks like it has the depth of the old fallout games so if that's the case if if, if we need to take the reins of the fallout category away from fallout and putting it into somebody else's hands who has already completed that i'm totally okay with this i have no yeah, fallout new vegas was a great game yeah I, did you i don't think you played it no, did you i played a little bit but like i i didn't get so, the last like real fallout game that i was like fully in love with was fallout 3 um but everybody says that fallout new vegas ha- is like uh, on par and with, with that I, I I think it's better in yeah. some ways, but that's a discussion for another time. Yeah, but I have I, I have no faith in Bethesda anymore, and I'm really upset with uh, their new. There's they have a new IP coming out, um, and they they also are are alluding to a new Skyrim or a new um, Elder Scrolls game <laughs> coming out. It's just going to be Skyrim ported to whatever. That's what it is. They they said they're not working on a new engine, and they're gonna it's going to be the same engine as Fallout Four. Um, but Fallout 4 is the same engine as I'm pretty sure Skyrim or maybe like two years. It's, it's, it's at this point going to be like a six year old engine on next gen consoles, but it's, it's the current generation. Skyrim came out when I graduated college. Yeah. So hold on. I had it on the 360. Fallout 4 engine. What is this? The creation engine. Yep, it is. The creation engine has been used on Skyrim, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76. So this is the engine that they released with Skyrim. 
and then they re didn't rework for Fallout 4, and they're going to use it for the next gen Skyrim. So Skyrim came right. out on the <laughs> Xbox 360, and 2011. They are, there is speculation that the next gen Skyrim or the next gen Elder Scrolls isn't going to be on this current generation consoles but it'll be on the next generation and it's going to be on the same engine that's a that's a miserable failure and it's going to look like shit <laughs> we have yeah probably we have such high expectations for what video games should look like and uh, now especially on these like new powerful machines like it, it's i i have it's going to be a terrible game i'm calling it <laughs> yeah yeah it is before we leave fallout uh fallout 76 one funny thing that i saw i saw it on reddit um because i'm a big college football fan um, since Fallout 76 came out, once it was released, since then, West Virginia football didn't win a single game. They lost out the entire season. <laughs> so there, it's really funny. Shout out to our uh, CFB. Uh, there's a lot of graphs about <laughs> Fallout 76 in West Virginia. Um, yeah, it's really funny. All right, what's next on your list, Leo? That that's all the the 2018 games that uh, I wish I I played but didn't except for Fallout 76. But then it goes into games that I did play and that I loved, um, but they weren't really big games in 2018. So uh, like I said before, I just I've been out of the video game world. I'm trying to get back in. Uh, so I've just been playing a lot of Switch, and we we alluded to it before, so we don't have to go into in much in depth. But Breath of the Wild is a fantastic open world game and that uh, I know Max, you haven't played it, but it as a Zelda game is so refreshing and just the, the art style is amazing. The world is amazing. Um, the dungeoning is amazing. Um, it's, it's a fantastic game. Then uh, super smash came out um, and that's also great i i have no knocks against it except that the single player is way too long and i just talked to my friend and apparently it's like three times as long as i thought it was going to be so it's going to take me like 20 25 hours to beat this game whereas like the normal smash classic campaign you could have beaten in like i don't know two <laughs> um yeah and max you, i heard uh you just got a switch is that correct after two years of uh, hating on the console. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was planning to do this. So, okay. No, I didn't hate on it. My concerns were valid. Um, because when, you know, when we, when I talked about the switch, it hasn't, it didn't develop into what it is now yet. And my biggest concern was with it was, it was just going to become another Nintendo box and they weren't going to do anything else with it, which for some people is fine. And that was our argument. However, the switch has blown blown me out of the water yeah and what they're doing um they are granted they are porting some games but i mean people are playing dark souls for the first time on the switch yeah um there's sports games that actually look good on the switch they're really doing a every man's console and the mobility factor is real cool um yeah i think the, the nintendo for the first time in a long time are listening to the community since and the gamecube since the GameCube, they're listening to the, what the community wants, they're listening to what developers want, and it, it, it it's it's great. I mean, like it's turning into indie developers. It, it's it's an indie game haven. There's so many indie games available for the Switch. Um, there's so many AAA titles for the Switch. You could play Doom on the Switch. Sure, like me as a PC gaming 
purists, like it's not going to play the same and you definitely shouldn't, if you want the Doom experience, it's not going to come from the Switch. But that's that's an amazing piece of engineering that they're able to port that and you're able to play this on this little portable thing in your hand for upwards of like three, four hours on a battery. Like that's that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> and it seems like Nintendo is, is, is pretty dedicated to keeping on supporting this uh, this this the switch there's there's rumors that they're going to release new hardware for the switch this year whether that be i mean that that's it's a very nintendo move they they've done it with their the, the ds's you've had the ds the 3ds the 3dsi then they had the 2ds so nintendo's kind of known for switching up their hardware line with different variants so i can see them moving into uh, there's rumors that they're going to release two new hardware variants so my guess is that they're going to have like a smaller switch more of like a handheld even though i I think the switch is already a handheld so but i think it's going to be like a all-in-one no joy travel size more travel size and then i think they're going to beef it up and make a more like console variant so i think uh, this is what i want in the perfect switch i want them to upgrade the screen resolution to so right now it's like a 720p screen i want it to be a 1080p screen or i can see them going to like the 900p which i mean it's 2019 i think it's ridiculous that they don't have anything they have stuff lower than 1080p but i get it for performance and battery sake i totally get it but i think they're going to make a dedicated graphic stock so that when you plug it into your TV, it'll have in- enhanced graphics performance on the TV. And that, if they go that route, the, this console lifetime will be much longer because you could just keep improving the graphics stock to improve performance and have better games. Um, I'm excited. It, 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 Nintendo has uh, done done good work. <laughs> yeah. Um... Can I talk a little bit about games that I've played sure. or I want to talk about Go in the past couple of years? So, past couple of years, a lot of stuff has happened. Um, of note, the things that I've played, Destiny 2 came out. Um, and I remember when we left this, I was pretty excited for Destiny 2, actually, because me and my friends were either getting into Destiny 1 uh, near the tail end of it. So, after all the DLC and all the bugs were worked out of it, and it became the game that everyone thought it was going to be. Destiny 2 dropped, and it was a lot of fun. And then they fell to the same pit holes that they fell before. No good end game. They micro micro transaction the shit up the wazoo. The community is still not happy about it. If you go over to uh, Destiny Two Reddit, it's, it's constantly complaining about the game. Um, Bungie, I don't know, man. Maybe now that they're free, uh, they because Bungie just left Activision. Were they yeah. owned by Activision? Yeah, Activision owned Bungie, or they were. Yeah, partners. so they just got they just got cut from Bungie. So people are like, "Oh, they are able to do what they want now." And, and they have the rights to Destiny. Yeah. So the EA act. I mean, that's the only thing they retained right to, rights to. Yeah. Every, EA or the Microsoft that they were, owns everything else. They were only thing that they were doing. They are. That's not. I mean, yeah. As of now, yeah. yeah I mean, they sold Halo to Microsoft and three four three studios. Um, and yeah, so now they're just destiny. Um, but it's, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how much I, 
you, you can't you can't know like how much of but what what the corporate structure of budgie is versus or the corporate influence of like budgie to destiny versus like ea activision influence on destiny i mean i think a lot of ea activision like influence is like influences that microtransaction stuff absolutely um, they're notorious for it and it, it's i i have a hard time thinking i mean they're not going to do any destiny 2 is done like all, all, all the stuff that is coming out for it has been in planning set much before this announcement has come out. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I think they're too big of a game to, or too big of a company to, to really fix any of it until their new game, be that Destiny 3 or whatever they want to fix. Like, I hope I hope they get it right. Like, yeah, so I, I played Destiny 2 with you for a while. Um, not as like heavy as you and your friends were, but it it didn't draw me in. I don't know. It it, it the, the artwork was amazing, but I thought the story really pretty game. Yeah, super pretty. But I thought the storytelling and the game mechanics were kind of shit. Like I it it didn't wow me. It just felt so hack and slashy. Like it it was just so easy that like all of like the guys, all the enemies were just like you just shot them until they were dead, and there wasn't really a real challenge. Like I, 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 yeah, that was the thing. It was you know, so since easy. Changed, <laughs> yeah, since changed, they've incorporated other modes, but apparently they're still it's shit. It's not great. And but people will still play it. The, like that's I, Destiny Two. I, I, I really don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. All right, we're over it. <laughs> um, things I also played. I I got late on this, uh, but I got it on sale, and I was actually checking to make sure that I played it within this time frame. Was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Mm, yes. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, made by the people that made Kill Killzone. I'm blanking on the studio right now, and that they're another one that everyone saw this coming out of nowhere. And when that was released, I remember we talked about it here, and we're like, "This looks amazing." Guerrilla Games. Guerrilla Games. That's right. That's G U, like Guerrilla Warfare, not like animal gorillas. Um, but. I remember we talked about it here saying that this looks amazing. I'm very excited to play it. And I did play it and the DLC with it. And man, man, oh man, that is one of the top 10 storylines I've ever played. The writing is great. Leo, I know you haven't finished it. You haven't even gotten to the oh shit moment. Yeah. And the oh, the oh shit moment is an oh shit moment. It is yeah, great. This is another one of the games that I got really into. Then kind of life got in the way. And then I just had... a had a hard time jumping back into it just because of the open world aspect and like all the lore and story that I completely forgot. So it's definitely a game that I want to get, get back up. I was, I was really hooked onto it because I was trying to, I remember I was trying to convince you to get it because like, I, I thought that marketing towards it was very different from how it actually played. Like, yes. Uh, I like, I, I really liked it. Like, as like a hunting game like i thought the hunting aspect of it was amazing the mechanics of like hunting these like robot creatures was like super cool and like almost very it reminded me of like the hunting mechanics from assassin's creed 3 if you ever played that uh yeah yeah like the stealth mechanics yeah yeah it it was just super fun um but yeah i i agree i gotta get back into it once i uh am in the need of a new open world game (laughs) Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have a list here. 
I did Horizon Zero Dawn. That game was really good. Uh, I played Yakuza Zero. Uh, the Yakuza franchise finally hit the uh, the U.S. market after years of being a Japanese-only franchise, and now they're kind of all coming at once. And Sega, I think, is the producer on that. Yeah. They are um, they are doing remastered versions of all the Yakuza's right now. So Yakuza Zero was the prequel that they released in like the events to like get everyone into yakuza um then yakuza i'm blanking on the names because they're yakuza and then some japanese name with it um one i think they're up to yakuza 3 right now in like remastered man if you want a crazy Toku. yeah something like that i apologize I'm so uh, sorry for that <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, everyone should play Yakuza because it is, it's a crazy game. Is it like GTA, like uh, no, it's not like GTA. It, it you know, there's no stealing cars. I mean, it's like GTA in the sense of uh, talking about mm. crime and stuff, but it is very much a Japanese game it's in a, a lot of different ways. It's an open world <laughs> um, game. Or... What I do like about it is there's no English dubs. I do appreciate that um, that they didn't put. Japanese uh, English voice actors over uh, Japanese crime bosses. Um, the the fighting in it is absolutely ridiculous, uh, but I love it a lot. Um, so if you have the chance, go pick up the Yakuza series that's being remastered on the PS4. Uh, you will not be let down. It's a you got to get used to it. It's a little bit different. It's not if um it's not like GTA. It's not like super fast. Um, but the story is really good. The game, the, the there's side quests that are kind of hysterical. You can spend a lot of time just playing Pachinko, too, because, of course, because <laughs> it wouldn't be Japan if without Pachinko machines. That's awesome. Which, if you don't know how big Pachinko machines are in Japan, look it up. It's actually crazy. <laughs> yeah, but Yakuza was a lot of fun. I really liked playing that. Uh, let's see. Of, of kind of... This isn't video games that I played, but well, some of these were, and that's why I want to lead into it. So I finally caught up on a lot of the Telltale games. Yeah. So that would be uh, Tales from Borderlands. That would be um, Batman, uh, The Enemy Within, uh, the sequel, and then the Telltale Batman. I did the, I didn't do the Guardians of the Galaxy one, but I was doing like all their kind of like offshoots because they were either really cheap on the PSN or they were uh, games of the month. So I play them and they're really good. Um, if you have not played Tales of Tales from Borderlands is very good. And the Batman, the Telltale Batman is very good. I would strongly recommend that. Um, and very similar in the sense of creating its own storyline, like Spider-Man that we were talking about. Um, Batman, it takes place in the Batman universe, but it's a, a original story. Yeah. Um, which leads into the unf- unfortunate news that no one saw this one coming. Um, so Walking Dead season three was finally released and everyone was so happy season four because season four you're right i'm sorry i didn't play season three oh, it's so good. Season four i know i need to sorry before you talk about this though yeah i also played that or i got more into the Telltale games than i ever have before and uh, i was playing uh with my wife uh, these games and she my, she she doesn't really like play video games much but she got obsessed over like the storyline so i would like it was just like her watching like it as like a netflix show or something and uh 
it, it was the first time that she got <laughs> or was like happy about me playing video games. Uh, was it just The Walking Dead? Yeah, we just played. So we played, she watched, uh, we played together one, two, and three. And uh, yeah, it, I am very excited for Walking Dead 4 to come out. But Max, I'll let you talk about this. So this kind of came out of left field on this one. And, you know, I have some ideas of why this happened. But Oh, I know what I'd happen. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this. <laughs> um, that Telltale announced that they were shutting down after releasing the first episode of uh, the last season of The Walking Dead, their most beloved franchise. And everyone's like, oh, my God, uh, what is going to happen to the story? And it came out of nowhere um, as far as, like, you know, non inside outsiders outside of the video game industry that you know from what i've read some people had inclinings that this was going to happen or that they were in a hard time but i didn't know and me and leo have talked about this like probably one of the reasons why this happened is they had a bunch of games and the games were good but they also have these huge franchise games they were paying for the rights for uh game of thrones for technically borderlands because they were not they're not a gearbox company uh, Batman, it's, Marvel. It's all licensing deals. And um, in my past profession, I have some experience with licensing. I worked with, at a company that worked with licensing sports stuff. So NFL, MLB, NHL, stuff like that. And um, these are big companies. And I, I would say NFL is probably bigger than Gearbox, but like the, 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 pay structure is probably very similar. I expect that, or I assume that like Telltale sold this game, but maybe Gearbox wanted 20 to 30% of profit margin off of each game. And when you're uh, trying to make a profit from a game and somebody's taken 20 to 30% off the top, yeah, it uh, it hurts. It, it really hurts. And I think that uh, Telltale they had a good um, formula for, for game making and a lot of uh, companies, other franchise or franchises and licensors saw that and saw it as an opportunity, but I think they just went in over their head and they should have focused more on or their own original IP and maybe didn't need to make as many licensed games because yeah, they just completely ran out of money. Which sucks because the games they made were real good. I mean, Game of Thrones was terrible. I was not a fan of that one. Don't play it. Yeah, it's exactly that. That they took on these big companies like Marvel and DC. Probably those licensing yeah. rights were I huge. Think, I think that was probably the the one that ended it. I I, don't, I can't even imagine what licensing Disney uh, licenses costs. I, I bet that's stupid money. Probably. Um, but R.I.P. Telltale. But that being said, um, the the team that was working on season four of The Walking Dead is back together, and that game the game is back on. It's not, I think the the third episode just released like a couple of weeks ago. It's it's not Telltale. Um, it's some people from Telltale, but it is yeah. They just picked up the IP. It, They're finishing. It, it's it's Skybound Entertainment who's who's finishing it. So everybody from Telltale got fired, and I think they're dissolved as a company. But that, they are they uh, Skybound Entertainment. I forget what stuff they make. Um, Looking it up now. Yeah. Uh, um, they are taking their IP and working with some people that worked on that, on um, the Telltale, uh, the Walking Dead series and try, and finishing up this game. Um, because for you guys that haven't played the Walking Dead uh, season three, it uh, 
ended on a kind of huge cliffhanger and there's still more story to be told. And uh, it, I mean, the, the story is just so beloved by so many, if it ended like this, I would be super pissed. And uh, yeah. So I'm happy they're, they're able to, they're, they're, they're finishing it. Yeah, it is a plus. I, I still need to play season three. Oh my God, dude. It's I'm so kind of bummed that they stopped releasing them for uh, Mac because all my decisions are, <laughs> I played through my Steam portal. So if I wanted to, I need to now do all of The Walking Dead again, which I might do because it's a great game. <clears throat> which leads into actually <laughs> speaking about playing everything again, what I'm currently doing, which, you know, uh, <laughs> kill me now because I thought this was a great idea. In preparation for a game that has been on our watch list for the, and our wish list for the past, what year is it? It's 2019? So for the past 10. Uh, what, 13 years? Um, maybe it's something like that. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally coming out. Oh my god. Are you playing through all of them? I am playing through all of oh, them. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, so I have the 1.5... <laughs> I had the 1.5 and 2.5 collection uh, and 2.8. So 1.5 and 2.5, for those that don't know. The most confusing naming structure ever. Yeah, the naming structure is really dumb. And uh, there's actually a really good Kotaku article about being like, why the hell did you name a game that's a prequel sequel? Because what, uh, 2.8, I think, is actually called the last prequel something other. Like, it's really... It's not even it's like, really like it's not even the final f- chapter prologue. Yeah, two point eight final chapter prologue, part two, um, something like all in Roman numerals too. Like it's not like yeah. But um, one point five and two point five. That's a collection of it has Kingdom Hearts one. It has uh, the remake of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories when they did that after um, a Ch- Chain of Memories, which was originally on the Game Boy Advance, but they redid it for. <laughs> the ps3 then they also have kingdom hearts 2 they have kingdom hearts 368 over 2 which was on the ds i believe um or was on the psp no that was on the ds and then they have was it birth by sleep which was on the psp and drop distance i think uh either way i (laughs) i'm in i did Kingdom Hearts 1 in about 12 hours, because you can skip cutscenes and amazing how much time that cuts off. Um, and now I'm doing Chain of Memories right now, which is my first time playing it on a 3D um, platform, because before I played it on the Game Boy Advanced, and it was still a great game. For those that don't know it, Chain of Memories was, uh, it, it takes place in between Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. It is very different. It's not like the same engine. It actually uses card-based uh, fighting where you build like a deck and stuff. And it, it takes a little bit to get used to, but I'm a big fan of it once you get a hold of it. So, yeah, I have two games down, seven to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seven to go in this collection. And then I have to go to Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Um, and, I, you know, I, <laughs> uh, I'm going to hate myself for it, but I'm doing it. I, I'm doing it. I'm going to – because – the only ones that I actually played were Kingdom Hearts 1, Chain of Memories, and Kingdom Hearts 2. So there's a lot of in-between, and apparently Kingdom Hearts 3 draws a lot from um, Birth by Sleep, the characters that are in that, which, as Pat says, the game went incredibly JRPG, which it did. It did. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Regardless of Disney characters, it is still a JRPG. <laughs> but 
Kingdom Hearts 3, that's coming out in uh, a couple weeks. Looks beautiful. It has Big Hero 6 in it. It has Tangled, uh, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. The worlds look great. Um, it's bringing back all the voice actors. So, Haley, grown-ass Haley Joel Osment as uh, Sora. Um, yeah, very, very excited. <laughs> Leo, you don't sound as excited. It, uh, I, I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. It's going to be great. But I do not have the mental capacity to pay, play through all seven games again. So, um, have fun. I mean, it's the perks of um, working in a hospital. Though That being said, I work at a new job now. Still mental health. What up? Yay. Um, but I work less days, so I have more time to now just bullshit. The <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts. It, yeah, it looks great. Um, apparently, they said one of the reasons why Kingdom Hearts 3 has taken so long. One, in addition, you know, I think they were happy putting out this story in between. The But the reason why, I think I read an article saying that this game could have came out a couple years ago. But what delayed them was they are redoing the whole engine. Um. And, and the battle system, which should be fun. Uh, for those that played Final Fantasy XV, from what I hear, it's very similar. Because, uh, I mean, both are Square Enix. They're, you know, Final Fantasy, they made that. So it's going to be good. I'm excited. Okay. Kingdom Hearts 3, it looks great. Yeah, um, we'll okay. see. And then last thing I wanted to talk about, which is a, we kind of touched upon this earlier, was the rise and the craze of Fortnite. So, Fortnite. Dab, 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 dab. Floss. Floss. Um, <laughs> for those that don't know, and oh I'd be surprised God, if anyone bad. didn't know about Fortnite, because even our, our mom knows about Fortnite, because um, it's pretty widely popular. Fortnite is a free-to-play game. My grandpa would what? us about Fortnite. <laughs> What'd you say? I said our grandpa with dementia <laughs> knows about Fortnite. Oh. No. Yeah, it's okay. That wasn't a good joke. Anyway, uh, Fortnite came out, uh, I think it's 2017. I think actually like right after we stopped doing this um, or around the time that we ended it the first time. But Fortnite, it's a free-to-play game. It's uh, in the rising popularity of Battle Royale. So like PUBG, um, the new Call of Duty has a Battle Royale mode, you know, last man standing sort of things. Uh, created by Epic Games, uh, you may know Epic from Unreal, uh, Gears of War, that that same same people. They created this game. It's free to play and it is insanely popular, insanely popular. It is. We I know we played it for a little bit and then it was just got like, I don't know. We just fell out of it. The people in this game are really good, uh, yeah. and it's a lot of fun for those. I know it's very popular amongst. Uh, no, it's everyone. I mean, there's a lot of like athletes that are streaming them playing Fortnite. It's actually kind of hysterical. Well, I think it's like perfect. I don't think we have to go too much into depth no. of what Fortnite is. I mean, it's it, everybody knows what, what the game is, but like the the culture and like the I think it, it it's the perfect game for the the masses the current. Uh, yeah, but like where we are now with just like the of Instagram and Snapchat and Twitch TV, like everybody, it's it's the perfect shareable video game content. Or like it's fun to watch. There's a lot of people streaming it. 
and their seasons like there's enough of like things that are different that like it switches up like every whatever two months or so so like new things are different it's just like good content now which is like oh it's it's strange from like a video game perspective because i would say it more like caters to it's like more like a tv show than it is a video game what what do you mean by that well it's like it's like well, it's like obviously a video game, but like there's like a new, it's like a new season every two months. So like people are like looking at it, like oh, what's going to happen this season? And they're like, there, there's some underlying plot line in the game, but like it's only happening. You can only see what happens like in the map. So things change around the map, and like so, I, I forget what's ha- what's happening right now. The, but last uh, time, the I snowstorm was, came the snowstorm came yeah so but it's like it's so silly that like these people are making such huge amounts of money off of just like customization yeah they're just uh, microtransactions i I saw that epic made like i I believe it i mean it's a free-to-play game that you know it follows a really good microtransaction kind of structure that is like you pay a little bit for this skin and then you unlock a like leveling system that uh, by itself unlocks more skins <clears throat> so it's they're they're smart about it I, I you know at first i thought what they were doing was dumb and no one was going to buy this and then it caught fire and they at, they changed their microtransaction structure in the beginning because before it was just like you just buy skins and then they did their tiers where the, you buy the battle pass and then that unlocks a tiered system that you unlock skins and other things in that I think the battle pass is like 20 bucks it's like 10 no it's like 10 it's like yeah so it, i mean for people or you can just buy a standalone skin for like three dollars but the, it's a savings thing and if people want to do the skins from that season that's how you get them all so shout out to epic you made a great game um i pick it up every once in a while the running joke that we have with Fortnite. <laughs> so I, I like i said still working the mental health field i do more assessment now and especially with kids um and i always ask like hobbies or things like that and a lot of times uh, kids are playing video games i mean which is a whole nother topic about everyone playing video games versus you know when we grew up that only the nerds played video games but that being said um yeah. <laughs> i always ask i'm like oh what video games are playing and, I, and they're like oh we're playing fortnite i'm like oh you yeah, any good uh so it's always the joke with that was we talked about this what during the breakfast before your wedding yeah, and sure. I was explaining that I do this, and one of our friends, Matt, was like, Max, you just go up to these kids and be like, do you kids like Fortnite? And it was so dumb, but now I think about that every single time I have this discussion with these kids. I do. Exactly I disregard do. all mental health stuff. I'm like, you guys play Fortnite? And they go, yeah. Shady Acres and just Shady Acres camp up there and get some... See, yeah. I'm so not cool. Dab, dab, dab. Dab, dab, dab. Remove the Carlton dance because apparently you can trademark dances. Oh my God. That's a whole different subject again. They're getting Uh, a lot of people are ruining dances like that. The kid, uh, the kid that that made like the, uh, what's it, the orange shirt kid, if you know what that is. Um, he was like this like 13 year old kid that they, he uploaded a video on YouTube and then 
to to like say hey fortnite put me in the fortnite dance and they did and now after like that was like a year ago but his mom is now suing uh, epic to say that they manipulated him <laughs> in, in now and are making money off of his uh ip what a world that yeah we live in. okay well um uh, i mean there's a lot of stuff that happened between now and two years ago but those are some of our highlights Try to think. Anything else? What uh, what what games are you ex? There's a. I think this is a good year for video games. What what are you excited about? Any uh, games that are coming out um, this year Anthem, besides King of Hearts? Anthem 3? looks really good. Uh, I know we talked about it when it, it was announced on E on E3 here because that was like two years ago, and they just released like a little bit of Anthem. Anthem looks awesome. It's uh, Bioware. Bioware's um, new IP that isn't Mass Effect or Dragon Age, although they are hinting that another Dragon Age is going to be released, which is going to be dope. But I still need to play Inquisition. Yeah, uh, Anthem looks really cool. Essentially, flying around in mech suits, it looks really pretty. Um, There's some concerning news of it that I've seen about it, though, saying, like, every aspect of the game has some level of matchmaking, which I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know. It... You know how I feel about this, Max. But, like, to me, it just looks like Destiny. And it's Destiny with flying mechs. And, I mean, my knocks on Destiny is that the storyline was terrible. So it being a Bioware game, I hope, like, that they put a little bit more of a budget into their story than Destiny did. And from what I've seen, it looks like they have. Um, But, I don't know. It... I don't want it to be like dependent on other people to play the game. And if it's like a multiplayer, single player game, I I just hope like the matchmaking and however they handle the server management is just seamless. Otherwise I feel like it's going to be be interesting. Um, That being said, you know, I've said that I'm excited for Anthem. I'm really excited. And I didn't realize that this was even coming out until they dropped a couple trailers for it. Maybe a couple months ago was devil may cry five. It looks Yes. Unreal. Devil, the Devil May Cry franchise is really big in our household. We had a lot of fun playing it for the PS2. Um, I love uh-huh. Devil May Cry 3, which is for some say it's some of the, one of the harder ones. Devil May Cry 4 was really good, even though they walked away from Dante as the soul character and introduced Nero. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. 4 was really that was, good. That was it, yeah, I, I had last, concerns because of you weren't Dante at first, but then once... Nero's a very Nero cool is such a cool character. <clears throat> and five looks even better because it has Nero, Dante, and now a third playable character that no one really knows anything about him. It also looks really pretty. Mr. Yeah. They make great games. I mean, their art style is awesome. And I, yeah, um, it, other it, things, it looks pretty good. I, I think this is the name of it. Is it Days Gone? Days Gone looks really yeah. interesting. For those that don't know, Days Gone is, I guess, a zombie, zombie open world game where you are out in like the middle of nowhere, but you're out of a motorcycle. Um, the closest thing I would say is like the walking oh, dead God. series. If you're Norman Reedus as a game, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I can yep. say. Let me see. I'm looking at what it's the, it's the, it's the actor. It's the actor that did what's, what was that star Wars game? Um, oh, uh, force unleashed. Yeah, so it was the same. It's the same guy that mocapped the main character for Force Unleashed. That's doing for nice. 
Uh, yeah, Days Gone, Gone looks really cool. Um, yep. Let's see. I'm looking at a list of other things here. Oh, I didn't even know they were releasing a Gears 5. Oh, yeah. Oh, and so we're, we're yeah. just going into games coming out this year. So one game I'm really excited about. I don't even know if this is on your uh, in your head, Max, but there's a new Star Wars game coming out by Respawn Studios, which are the people that make Titanfall. It's called Star Wars yes. Jedi yes. Fallen Order. And it is a single-player game, and it is apparently amazing i have some inside sources and <laughs> that know people at respawn and they say it's it's fantastic uh it's coming out later on this year and um it apparently is taking place right after order 66 uh was executed so it's like just as the jedis are falling uh, hence jedi fallen order but they ju- they haven't released much out of it but Apparently, they are very um, they, very aware of the current controversy with like recent Star Wars games, and it seems like a return to single player Star Wars story driven. I didn't realize Respawn was making that. Um, I am one hundred percent behind that. Then Respawn did Titanfall. Titanfall, yeah, it's a great series, and they were purchased. They were bought by oh. EA, but Respawn even wrote out a whole article a whole like news press being like we know that we just got bought out by ea but we're retaining everyone and we're still respawn because for those that don't know yeah respawn is what used to be infinity ward uh for well it was a lot of the execs that worked on call of duty 4 and modern warfare 2 so what made those games really good then became respawn and Titanfall 2 is awesome. Titanfall 3 apparently is rumored to also to come out this year, which, I mean, I'm all about that. <laughs> I'm looking at a list here. I think that those are the ones that I'm most excited for. Yep, there's Jedi. New Pokemon games coming out for Switch. A dedicated it's a brand new full-fledged Pokemon versus uh, Pokemon Pikachu and Eevee, which were just reskins of red and blue and done in a different way. Hey, they look fantastic, they are. too. I, I play, I've played them. Fun. Play them on some of my friends yeah. uh switches before i got mine and then um one game i want to play that's actually coming out this week is the new their the remake yes. of resident yes. evil 2 i am not that big into horror games because i get scared like a little baby but th- it looks fantastic um, resident really evil 2 was the first up. resident evil i played obviously we didn't have a ps1 when that came out so I played them at my buddy Cruz's house, and he was all about Resident Evil. Um, I remember we spent hours playing this. We spent a lot uh, more time playing uh, three Resident Evil Three Nemesis, which was also really good. And what they're using the same engine that they've used in the past couple ones, right? In like five and four and six. Uh, yeah, like Biohazard. Yeah, but it's a complete. It's like not a port. It's not. There's just like it's not a retexture. Yeah. It's a complete rebuild of. Resident Evil 2, and it looks so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the game engine right now just to make sure because when they switched from the fixed camera of Resident Evil, which was notorious that he did up until 3 and all the spinoffs and like blanking on all the single name ones, and then 4 came out, which was on the PS2 and GameCube, that's where you also play as Leon, who is in Resident Evil 2, and that was the over the shoulder one, which then became their like new engine that they were using. So if they do that, I, I I'm very excited for it. Yeah. 
it, it looks great. Oh, unrelated. Uh, I didn't realize that they made this game uh, a new No More Heroes. Is that on the Switch? Yeah, that's coming that's out. out. Or is oh, that no, out, out already? Or? Came the 18th. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, yeah. So it, it I, I am not super knowledgeable about the original No More Heroes, but I did some digging on this game and it's apparently nothing like that. Um, it's the same story or it's the same characters, but it's more of like top down or I don't know how to explain it. If you, if you, if you know what the Switch game or the game Fury is, it kind of plays similarly to that slashy, like smash them up kind of game. Um, I'm doing a bad, real bad explaining job explaining this, and it's a cool art style. So just just YouTube it and look at it. But it looks great, and apparently has great good reviews. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, I think that definitely wraps up our. I guess this is. I I, I guess we're gonna call it season two. Maybe season two. Season we're two. back, baby. Part two. The sequel again. Yeah. And you know, now that I have some more time to edit and everything, it's gonna be great. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. Well get some funky fresh content i mean i think we just talked about any last pitches or things that we wanted to say anything that you wanted to say leo new luigi's mansion coming out i guess there's that <laughs> hey, it's gonna be great play the shit out of luigi's mansion one on gamecube this is not video game related but it's luigi's mansion related and it's a nice little anecdote i went to school with my friend tommy me and tommy were going to be mario and luigi for halloween and then Martin, then Tommy ditched me to be peanut butter and jelly with his girlfriend. So I was Luigi by myself, <laughs> unbeknownst to me. And that's a stupid Halloween costume when you're just Luigi. So I brought a vacuum cleaner and I was Luigi. Was <laughs> Luigi was in like high school. So oh, okay. in like my junior year <laughs> in high school. Oh man, that is a that is a good story that I did not know. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. You're definitely not listening to this, but congratulations. He just oh, got married. Oh, that's exciting. Congratulations, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> to peanut butter. He got married oh, to peanut okay. butter. Oh, okay. I was going to say, was it peanut butter? It was peanut butter. He, so he was jelly in this situation? I think so. And he was just wearing uh, like a piece of like a poster board with a pe- like with a jar of jelly. And she had a piece of poster board. Yeah, I was really mad. This seems very high school. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right yeah so final notes here we're going to be uh producing new stuff we're going to try to stay on a regular schedule as much as we can and you know we might change up format or what we're talking about but uh we're here to talk about video games and just bullshit and uh probably complain about kingdom hearts more even though mm-hmm. the new game is out i'm sure i'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna be playing that for like a month <laughs> mm. i'll keep you guys updated with the slog the Kingdom Hearts saga presented yeah, by Max in ten parts. Holy shit! There's ten games. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> well, Kingdom Hearts three is ten, so. Ugh. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, as always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you don't follow us on Facebook, Red Button, Blue Button. Follow us on Twitter at RB Three Podcast. If you have a question, uh, or if you want to shoot us some lovely email, that's RB Three Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Bobby, who does our intro and outro, even though he's a now fancy rock star. Um, everyone go listen to his new <laughs> album coming out. I guess he's a full member of the band, so I can say that, right? Yeah, Amorosa, what up? Peach Club, uh, coming out, what, February 7th? February something. It's awesome. Um, 
And yeah. Man, I miss Pat. Because Pat would normally like riff us on fu some funny stuff right now. Make your choice. Hey.